0: Hello, my friends. I know lots of you are looking to get certified. This is you. You You're a project manager. You want to get to the prize of PMP certification, the coveted PMP. But in order to get there, there are nooks and crannies along the way, and you are faced with the people domain. The people domain is 42% of the exam, and there's lots of nooks and crannies and valleys and highs and lows when it comes to people. And you need to understand topics such as how to effectively facilitate conflict resolution, how to effectively lead, understanding that leadership is all about influence. And in order to influence the team, you need to be emotionally intelligent. EI is a huge part of the exam because the questions will ask you EI loaded questions, EI loaded scenarios, And you need to understand there's a mindset for PMP certification and it's people, individuals, interactions first, over the processes and tools. The PMP exam does not focus as heavily on the processes and tools as you may think. Now, the process of project management is very fluid and has a lot of people-oriented concepts. And therefore, when you think about the process domain It's important that you don't see it as being just ITTOs, inputs, tools, techniques, and outputs. No, instead, the exam, even though it's 50% process, is going to test you on concepts that are heavily centered on hybridization, heavily centered on agile, heavily centered, my friends, on combining the people aspects with the process piece. So when you hear process, it's important that you don't just see process as being isolated. There are a lot of questions that are loaded. They got like a triple whammy of people, process, and even some business language. And therefore, when you look at the exam, you cannot isolate the questions as this is purely stakeholder, this is purely cost, this is purely schedule. You can't do that. It's all mixed in. And a lot of the exam is hybridized and also agile. And that's why on the PMP exam, you hear that it's 50% predictive and 50% agile and hybrid. That should tell you that there's a lot of mixing and matching going on. So as you go into this exam, don't be hyper-focused on nothing but ITTOs and cramming processes and cramming process groups and knowledge areas. No, understand them, but know that your exam is going to be heavily blended. Lastly, you're going to have questions of a business nature. And this is where you need to put on your business hat to seek out the 8% of the exam. That could just be a cool giveaway if you spend some time understanding things like the business case, understanding the benefits management plan and the benefits register, and understanding that the person who is responsible for this is the project sponsor. Now, this is just one way of looking at the PMP exam. If we're going to go to the next level, I'll draw a, a whole totally different map, which is about understanding one of the most popular frameworks used in the world of Agile, and it's Scrum. you got to understand your product backlog. What exactly is it? Who is in charge of this backlog? Who is responsible and even accountable for the priming of the backlog, for the updating of the backlog? You need to understand the sprint backlog is a subset of the product backlog that we're doing within the iteration. You gotta understand that the sprint backlog is derived from your sprint planning event. Sprint planning is just one of the things that happens in the wider bubble of the sprint itself. So we have the sprint where all the action takes place, right? We have the sprint backlog, which is generated as a result of that, the sprint backlog could have inside it user stories, customer requests. It could be requests of any nature. You've got to remember that a sprint goal helps. And then the next thing to think about is what happens in the sprint. It's anywhere from one to four weeks. We say four weeks or less. The sweet spot in industry is two weeks. You've got to understand that the daily scrum happens. When we say daily, we mean daily. Someone said we have a weekly daily scrum. No, no, that's not a daily scrum. A weekly meeting is not a daily scrum. You can't just rename it. In a daily scrum, we want to answer either the three questions, what we did yesterday to move us towards the goal, what we're going to do today to move us towards the goal, and are there any impediments? Or you could walk the board. You could start off from those items closest to being done and speak to them, or some other type of arrangement. You also need to remember that somewhere in the middle of the sprint, there should be some backlog refinement going on, even though it's not a formal ceremony in the Scrum Guide, but it's something you want to know about. You also need to understand, ultimately, you're going to get that increment. Whatever that increment is, we call it potentially shippable increment because we don't have to ship if it's not featured enough. Then you need to remember that we have the sprint review where We show what we have done. We present what we have done. We talk about what was accomplished and what was not. And then we can even collect some new items, new requests, new stories from the stakeholders. And ultimately, the final thing that happens is the sprint retrospective. And the sprint retrospective is where the team inspects itself, inspects the process, and asks, what can we do better immediately? Or what can we do better on the next go round? So there's an idea that you have some input into. The next sprint so into the sprint backlog you can have some improvement items that you seek to improve on on the next sprint but this framework even though it's very simplistic my friends it is a great base to build your understanding of agile on once you have understood the agile manifesto values and the principles and by values i mean individuals and interactions over processes and tools working product over comprehensive documentation, customer collaboration over contract negotiation, respond to change over following a plan. When you understand the concept of valuing those items on the left over the items on the right, you can then build further by putting everything you look at into a scrum lens just to help you. Think about it as a guardrail to help you in your understanding of agile practices Okay, I'm not saying Scrum is the only way in Agile, but for your exam, you need to understand this. This is documented really well in the Agile Practice Guide. If you haven't read the Agile Practice Guide, which is about 120-something plus pages, I would highly recommend you do that. So there are a number of things that I'm recommending that you do to up your game in the world of the PMP exam. I'm going to give them to you one by one. Number one, I want you to understand at a high level process groups and knowledge areas. I'm not saying go cram them, I'm saying understand them at a high level. The process groups, initiating, planning, executing, monitoring, and controlling, and closing. The knowledge areas, the mnemonic is, I saw six Cubans quietly rolling cigars, really puffing smoke. You need to understand what this means in the context of project management, what is each knowledge area? What are some of the things we do? Where do we develop a project charter? Why is it in integration? What else do we do in integration? Why do we talk about change control so much in predictive? But you need to understand the way we control and manage change in predictive. It's different from the world of agile. Agile is fluid and dynamic, and it's handled by the product owners working with the stakeholders and the customer in a more fluid way. So you've got to understand that piece first. I would also recommend that you understand the 12 principles of project management in PEMBOK 7. you got to read PEMBOK 7, the values, uh, the principles talked about, uh, which are based on the PMI's uh, code of ethics. Uh, you can find that freely. Just Google 12 PMI project management principles. Number two, I've already covered this. you got to understand your agile manifesto the values and the principles. Then you got to understand the concept of scrum. I would also highly recommend number four, understand the concept of Kanban, because in the Agile Practice Guide, where you can read up more about this, we talk about different types of Agile. We talk about duration-based Agile, flow-based Agile. Kanban is an example of flow-based Agile. Scrum is an example of iteration-based Agile. You need to understand these contexts for your exam. Number four, my friends, I need you to go in on the PMP exam content outline. There are 35 tasks, and I actually have a free podcast that goes through all 35. There are two places you can get this podcast. The first place I want you to check out is study.com. PMradio.org. I also want you to check out PMP.pmradio.org. Study.pmradio.org. You can get my podcast on iTunes, the Apple Podcast. And then when it comes to PMP.pmradio.org, this is video and this is over 35 plus hours of content. Hit that link. Go watch these videos. You are going to find out a lot more about what I'm talking about. And this will help guide your roadmap to your PMP excellence. Because I know lots of you are struggling alone. You don't know what to do. This program will help you step by step so that you're never lost. In fact, I give you guidance on what you need to hone in on daily. Now, if these items are not enough for you and you're looking for additional help, like, fail, don't just give me stuff to go read up. Help me, interface with me, talk to me, answer my questions. Get me on the path to success because I, I can't start alone. I need help. If, if that's you, I want to invite you to my next boot camp, and it's happening this week weekend. You don't want to miss it. I need you to go on down to this link. Go on down to hpmexam.com. That's hpmexam.com. And what you're going to find here is not just PMP exam help, but you're going to find a path from where you are today. This is you today. You're going to find a path that gets you to that state of PMP success, you're going to find a lifetime access course. And my lifetime access course gives you as much time as you could humanly need, (laughs) a lifetime, right? It's a lifetime access course. You will have that course forever. It is 37 hours and it goes in in a quality way into all of these things i've been telling you it's lifetime access but not just that after you get pmp certified the question that a lot of people have is how do i blow this thing up how do i take it to the next level teach me help me coach me mentor me show me what i need to do after i get certified for that reason i have another pot of gold my friends It's a lifetime access program, and I am updating this program every single year that I'm able. And this is life after the PMP. And this program gives you access to two lifetime courses. Oh, my goodness. Did I just say lifetime? Absolutely. Because once you get on this program, you'll never need to get off to go back and learn what you did to get certified. Can you imagine having access to a high-quality, world-class course that goes through PMBOK 6, PMBOK 7, Agile, the ECO, the exam content outline, and then you got another program that even after you get certified, you will have content to sustain your awareness of what to do after the exam. Oh, my goodness. This, my friends, is a treasure trove for life. In addition to this, I'm inviting you to my live, get this, Zoom class, where I'm going to answer all your questions this weekend. So if this sounds like a program that is going to take you to that next level beyond PMP, because trust me, I got certified in 2005. And I can tell you this, I've come across many PMPs along the way. But I've also come across many PMP casualties who have no clue of what to do after they get certified, which is why this, this right here is pure gold. And for those of you who get certified quickly enough, I'll even invite you to one of my lives on life after the PMP exam. And all of this, my friends, can be accessed at the HPMExam.com website. Don't miss a beat. Don't look anywhere else because I'm telling you, you are not going to get offers like this. As part of this training program, I'm giving you two full-sized PMP study books on predictive and agile. I'm giving you my PMP exam immersion content in a book. I'm giving you my agile principles book that I wrote with my buddy Roy at no additional cost, I am also going to be giving you, watch this, over 30 hours of audio content that is not in any of my online podcasts, but this is carefully curated content from my project management audio digest series that if you really want to learn project management for life, I'm telling you, this package will help distill the 49 processes, the five process groups, I have scenarios, I have professional actors acting out dramatical representations of all of those project management concepts and terminology. On top of that, I am also offering agile audio to help you get good with your agile. So this package is just insane. Typically, this will go for thousands of dollars, but I'm not even giving it to you for half of a grand. I'm giving it to you for less. You need to go on down to hpmexam.com, check out this offer. And honestly, if you don't take this offer to help you in your journey towards PMP and beyond, you are not going to find this offer anywhere else. You're also not going to find as seasoned a trainer and coach who puts everything into your well-being as a PMP. Because my track record speaks for itself. I put out stuff for people all the time. But this time, I want you to go a step further to come break bread, understand how to get to the next level beyond PMP. Because I don't just want you to get certified. I want you to blow this thing up. I want you to dominate. I want you to attack the opportunities. Are you listening to me? This is not just about PMP. This is about the long game. Okay? So if you're still listening to the sound of my voice, it's for a reason. You know you need to do this. So go on down to hpmexam.com. Let me make it very clear. HPM just means hybrid project management because the PMP is a hybrid Project management exam. When you boil it down, if you're not good with hybridization, you will find it hard. I want you to be like a shapeshifter on the exam, to shift like a chameleon between predictive, hybrid, agile, you name it. Between Scrum, the 49 processes, whether it's develop project charter or developing a roadmap or carrying out some sort of iteration task, as the Invest acronym suggests, you got to be independent, negotiable valuable, estimable, small enough to fit within a sprint, testable, when you're taking a look at your user stories. I want you to be able to think seamlessly, to be able to shift, my friends. This is the mindset that I am going to be teaching you at hpmexam.com. Check out the website. This is one in a million opportunity. I don't do this all the time. Check out the site and let's get rolling. Thank you very much, and I wish you all the very best on your exam.